Welcome to our podcast, The Why in Your Twenties. My name is Viv. And I'm Nat. We are two counselors in our mid twenties navigating our adulthood away from our home country, exploring the why questions we encounter relating to relationships, identities, and uncertainties. So, whether you're listening to our podcast while going for your walk or doing your chores, anything, welcome on board and let the journey begin. Welcome back to a new episode of the Why in Your Twenties. Why is it so soft? So, <laughs> welcome back to another. No, okay, let's start. <laughs> okay, you can, you can, you can freestyle. <laughs> new episode of the Why in Your Twenties. Welcome back, listeners. <laughs> that is so aggressive. <laughs> oh my goodness! I say it's soft, and you say it's too soft. <laughs> Loud. Yeah. Okay. I misunderstood you. Sorry. <laughs> But yes. Yeah. How's everyone? Good, I guess. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I don't know. It should be good. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are doing well as well. So recently, we have personally, I have received a lot of supportive messages, positive messages regarding our podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. actually really nice. Uh, either from uh, our parents or friends, it means a lot to us. It does. It that really you guys does. enjoy or like resonate with it. Seems like what we are doing is making a change. <laughs> not a difference. We're not making a difference. Eh? <laughs> It's weird. I don't think we. Honestly, I don't think we're making a difference in p- other people's lives. But at least for my life, I think at least for like specifically for my parents, like they mm. will understand how I think. What's going on in my life as well? Yeah, and I, I'm not that open, or I don't message them constantly. Mm. I don't tell them like I did this, I did that. But, but through this podcast, I, when they listen to it, they know. Oh, this is going in her life, and stuff like that. That is actually true because how often you got the chance to talk openly like this、mm. with your parents, and it's just really nice to have people supporting you. And I think without this、mm. podcast, I don't like I didn't realize that they were this supportive、mm. of me, like of the things that I do in my life. Yeah, which is very surprising and yeah, very comforting as well. I'm glad that they are proud of what I'm doing as well. Yeah, like very supportive and giving really constructive feedback、mm. on how we can do better as well.、Mm. And I learned a lot along the way. Mm-hmm. Like either I would just randomly look for research paper, which I would never do. Like I, I only do it for like essay writing when I was studying last year. <laughs> But it's just having that. It's like a hobby to me now that、mm-hmm. looking for papers and understanding in a deeper level on、yeah. the topics that we are going to share. Of course, on top of our personal experience,、mm-hmm. it's really rewarding to me. It is. Yeah,、I、definitely agree. So thank you so much for your support.、It、really means a lot to us. Yeah, and I, I saw your dad's message. It was very、really、cute as well. <laughs> yeah, actually, it, it led me to reflect on something else. Actually,、oh. something very useless, but because I saw you saving your dad's 
num- number as daddy. Yeah. I save it to like my my dad's name. Oh. And even like my, my mom, I would save it like as her name, her whole name, like first, last name like that. Oh. And I was talking to like one of my friends and they're like, yeah, they do that too. And it's because as kids, we were taught that oh, we should not save our parents as mom and dad. Because if we lose our phones, people can just call your dad and mom. It's like, I was saying like, oh, your kid is in whatever, whatever. And then that is creepy. Yeah, or like get kidnapped or something like that. When you get kidnapped, they know who to call immediately. Oh. And I thought it was just my family or like just me. Yeah. But apparently no, like other people was like that too. That's not the reason why I save my <laughs> parents, mommy and daddy. No, I mean like I don't save my parents as mommy and daddy because they, they won't know who to call. Oh. Uh, oh. Because if someone steal your phone, they will know who to call immediately. Yeah, it was just something that we realized, oh, we both actually had the same experience. I don't. <laughs> I mean, not you. That's, that's the last thing that I mind. would think of, like kidnapping. I think to me, it's like the idea of I'm the youngest in the family, so I cannot call my sister her name at all. I can only call her sister. Yeah, I call my sister sister as well. So I wouldn't save my parents' name, their actual name, because I only call them mommy, daddy. I never call them their name. Yeah, but it's just something to put in your contacts. So is it solely because safety reason that you yeah. save? Wow. Why my parents never tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> they don't care if you're kidnapped. What if I got kidnapped? <laughs> they, they won't pay the rent. So. <laughs> you told my daughter? Okay, go, 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 go ahead. <laughs> Wow, that's yeah. so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so that was a yeah, that was a tangent, and it just reminded me of something. Oh, it's like a cute story. Yeah. <laughs> we always love to start with a story. Yep. But yeah, we are diving deep into our topic today. Yep. I'm actually very interested, excited for today's episode. Are you excited about your regrets? Yeah, I think it's a good thing. It is. It could be a good thing. Yeah, I think I make the past two years. I make friends with regrets. Mm. We become friends. We are buddies now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you spend more time with them. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, do do you often? Yeah, but I think when we talk about regret, I think the number one question that I always have in my head is: Do you often look back on the regrets that you have? I want to say I often look back, but when some some stuff happens, mm-hmm. then you will, you will look back and say, "Oh, maybe I could have done things differently." But not often. I would not say so. Do you do that often? Yeah, I think I do often look back on my regrets. Mm. It changed from time to time. I think regret is one of my used to be one of my least favorite emotions mm. because I often look back on regrets and I ruminate around it. I'm like, oh, I wish I have done this. I wish I have done this differently. And it goes into like the rabbit hole of ruminating and self sabotage. You named it. Yeah. But I think in the past two years, especially after I read the book, and I think we will reference quite a lot. From that book is from Daniel Pink talking about regrets. The name is "The Power of Regret: How Looking Backward Moves Us Forward." And I think it really changed my idea of regret because I used to think it's a terrible thing. I hope I have no regrets because you know, like people always say, you know, live without regrets, like no regrets. And I'm like, oh, I have so many regrets that I think I should have done better on this and that. Mm. But I think now I changed my idea of it's a fundamental emotion that we have. 
that we needed to, it helps us to make better decision yeah. moving forward. Yeah. So I still now I still look back on my life and I'm like, yeah, I could have done this differently. How differently? Not to make the same mistake again. But I I think now I just it's like a it's such a shorter look back. I used to go back on the things that I wish I could do differently mm. and then go dive into it for like a long time. But then now because I have make a meaning out of it, that I I do look back on things that oh I wish I do it differently. But yes, I learned this. That's my takeaway, and I end from that oh, period. Okay. Would you say you look back at like a certain regret multiple times, or is it like different things in your life? Certain regrets, mm. <laughs> and certain regrets do stand out to you. Yes, and we will touch base on it in a few minutes when we are talking about different regrets. There are four main types of regrets. Yes. Categorized by Daniel Pink. It's a research that he did. Like he asked all the, I think he got like twenty thousand response on people what regrets they have, mm-hmm. and then he categorized it. It's really helpful in naming the regrets because that's mm-hmm. the first step of awareness, yes. which we always talk in the podcast. Yeah. And we'll go through each type of regret. Maybe and from our lives, we can think of an example mm. that will help us understand more about our own regrets and help. Listeners to kind of think of their own regrets in this category as well. Yeah, and the first type is foundation regrets. You seem so me. happy. You seem so happy about foundation regrets. <laughs> it's a neutral tone. It's okay, neutral. Okay. Foundation regrets. <laughs> Does it sound more sad? Yeah. Okay. Foundation regrets. Yeah. So, what is foundation regrets? So, foundation regrets are regrets that are failure to be responsible, conscientious, or prudent. It can be our education, finance, or health regrets. As an example, so one of the most common theme is if only I have done the work. Mm-hmm. So I think from the book it said, oh, if only I have take look after my health, or if only I look after my health and not smoke or drink too much. Mm-hmm. I think that's an example of foundation regrets. So do you have any? Oh, definitely. I think the most, I think one that comes up quite frequently past few months is that I wish I had taken the learner's permit mm. earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the foundation regrets that I have recently. Mm. And there's not much I can do about it. It's just more about okay, I have to do it. Yeah. And wait. I have to live with the consequence. But the lesson you did take the lesson away is to start things earlier. I if you can. I wish I learned that. <laughs> I mean, on certain aspects, I I probably do do that, like mm. not waiting, not pushing stuff back. But yeah. on certain levels, I still make the same mistake. So I haven't completely learned from, from it, it. I would say. Mm. I will still repeat the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's easier said than done. Honestly. Yes, absolutely. I think because one, we are counselors, so we and we're doing this podcast, so we are more aware of the things that happens around us. We are more focused on our emotions. Mm. We're just talking on. We don't uh, probably don't want to hang out with counselors because we psychoanalyzing everything. But because it's our job, so we are more conscious. But it, as you said, it's easier to said than done. In that moment, you might you don't really immediately take lessons out of the mm. regret. Might take like a few. Times and you learn from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have the same regret that I could have got it earlier. The license. It's enough, though. No, it's not good enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's good enough. Yeah, I could good have enough. done earlier. I think that goes back to like us being very harsh on ourselves yes. as well. Yes, but I do have the same regret. But <laughs> I think another regret that I have on like foundation regrets is if only I have put more effort in studying back in high school. Oh, that's a big one. Oh. Yeah. I agree. I think it is. It will be a very different experience if I got into a uni in Hong Kong, like the uni, the subjects that I want to do. But it's it's not like a regret because I don't enjoy the career that I'm doing now. Absolutely mm. not. I'm very grateful and thankful for my parents' support and myself of sticking into this pathway. But I feel like there's nothing you can go back in that age of working hard and mm. do your best academic wise. Yeah, I wish I wish I had done that as well. Mm. I think putting in the hard work and learning, I felt like I didn't learn anything in high school. Mm. So I don't know any like hard science, like biochemistry, physics. Like I honestly, I I don't know much mm. about it. So I wish I had learned that, have that knowledge. Yeah, it's I, I don't not really about grades anymore. I think I just want to learn. Learn more. like common sense. Well, it's not common sense. A huge tangent here, but I think I need to share. I used to think we have free throat. Huh? Yeah, free throat. One is for solid food. One is for water, like liquid, and one is for air. Yeah, how ridiculous that is. And I only know I'm wrong until I'm eighteen. That's why I say common sense. Like I. Okay, maybe that. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> because I didn't study biology, and I'm really bad in chemistry. <laughs> Just science-wise, is terrible. Uh, same, but not to this point, uh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is terrible, and yes, I wish I start learning sooner. Than oh, that's actually very cute. Like it's like one for solid, one for water, one for air. Because my mom always tell me like don't eat and drink because I have a tendency of not chewing. I just swallow with water because I'm I don't know I don't know what I'm thinking as a children that I don't know what she's doing but I don't like to chew I just like to eat and then drink swallow water. it with water yeah and my mom is like don't do it because it will go into the wrong path I'm like oh okay so and I know that's one is for the air so I was like, always <laughs> curious my brain is actually or like my body is so smart that it can flip how can they know I'm eating? So so wait wait. So if you're eating medicine, so when you swallow it, it will just go separate ways. Maybe that's how I thought. I don't know. <laughs> that was so cute. I don't know what I'm thinking, but I I just didn't really think deep into it. I just thought, okay, I have free throw. The one is for air, one is for food, one is for water. Awesome. A human body is amazing. Very smart. <laughs> That's actually another way of thinking because our bodies are quite smart. Yeah, <laughs> not that, but that's a big tangent. But um, and the next type of regret is boldness regrets. It's basically the chances that we didn't take. If only I had taken that chance. Mm. If only I have done the things that I didn't do. And I don't know if the audience agree, but I absolutely agree, as usual. Well, you're uh, saying it. Of course, you agree. <laughs> That we always regret on things that we didn't do instead of things that we did. At mm. least for me, I believe in mm. that. And I, I hope that as a value, not value, as a reminder. Reminder when I'm making decision, if I'm thinking, oh, should I do this, should I not do it? I always say, I'll regret if I don't do it, so do it now. Okay. I think most of the time I live by that as well. But do you have any boldness regrets? Yeah, that's the thing. Because I live by that, I can't think of one. Can you think of one? I think I have one. I think it's an opportunity that I could 
have taken more responsibility in the role and I didn't. I do regret because I would wonder, oh, what if I have taken that extra step? Where will I be now? Mm. I have to think of that. It's not like a strong regret to me because I'm very happy of where I am right now. And it's also not a regret that I always in my head, like I need to think a bit more time to figure out this regret. But yes, I agree with you that we always hold that thought of you always regret on things that you didn't do. Mm. than things that you did so I always push myself to treasure every opportunity that mm. I have now that you're looking back like you have identified this as a regret looking back what stopped you from actually taking up that role just don't believe I have the ability to do mm. so mm-hmm. And I've heard people said, if you don't have that talent, then don't take it. Like, that's a saying in Cantonese, like, if you don't have the size of the head, then don't take it the hat. I don't know. I'm terrible at translation. <laughs> if you don't have that size of... Like, it means you have a small head, but you're trying to wear an oversized hat. It doesn't fit. And I'm a people pleaser, so... Duh, I listened. It really tackles my self-confidence at that time. Mm-hmm. But yes, I, I would wonder where I would be at or mm-hmm. what would I have gained from that extra steps yeah. if I didn't self-doubt at that moment. But my takeaway from that is every experience leads to different things. Mm-hmm. What about you? Actually, thinking back, it's not really not a big regret because mm-hmm. I had to think very hard. Mm-hmm. So I had the chance to play a game, like a soccer game for the school because the person who was usually the goalie like mm. she, she's injured so she couldn't play in the game and they asked me if I wanted to and I immediately said no because I believe I didn't have that ability to do so now looking back it's like if it was offered to you why not just try it mm. like even just trying it it's okay like if you don't like it in the future yeah. that's fine but just trying it yeah, yeah. Yeah, and moving on, I think, yeah, boldness regrets, I think for both of us, it's not a big thing that we keep going back to. But Mm -hmm. like moral regrets is, I think in the book it says it's one of the biggest category of regret where we do think about it a lot. So moral regrets is when you had a choice and you took the low road. So it's more along the lines of if only I had done the like quote-unquote the right thing. Right thing, yeah. Yeah. And it's representing only 10% of the total regrets. It's the least percentage but Mm. we think about it the most. Yeah. Why why do you think so? I mean personally, I value doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. And I think we are human beings. We are wired to do the right thing wanting to do the right thing yeah wanting to do the yes. right thing and we can't undo it that's the yeah. thing like the damage is done do you want to share your moral regrets or? i can you want me to share first yeah why not <laughs> <laughs> i mean eventually you get to you like we only have two people here <laughs> this effort this podcast is so raw it's too Ugh. It's too uncomfortable, but hey, we are sitting with it and we are learning. Actually, this regret, I don't think I've told anyone about it. It's definitely associated with like shame. Mm. I could have done better. And I know what I know what the right thing is mm. and I didn't do it. So back in grade four, during recess time, I mm. remember exactly where it happened. It was right outside the tuck shop. I was just walking by. By myself, there were two younger kids kids i think a grade lower than me yeah they were walking towards me i think they were gonna stop at the tuck shop to buy something her wallet fell mm. and i just kicked it mm. i i do not know who they are they don't know me either but i just kicked it like for no reason and then i laughed 
Oh. And then walked away. At that moment, I was like, oh, what am I doing, man? Yeah. One, there's no meaning to it. Is it one of those, like, impulsive thoughts that you have? Maybe. Maybe I just acted on it. Right. But you're a kid, so you don't have that... I did not have that awareness. I, I, awareness, yeah, yeah. I did not at all. This, I tried to avoid, like, not think about it. Yeah. And after recess, I got called by my homeroom teacher. She said, oh, can I talk to you for a second? And I had no idea, like, what it was about. I thought it was about my, my tests. Or, and she was like, oh, I was looking down from fourth floor. And then she was like, oh, I saw something happen. Mm. Do you have anything to say? So she, she just asked me. <sighs> and, and it's, like, even more regrets. It's more about I lied again. Yeah. It's to cover the shame that I had of myself and then I blamed it on her saying no you you, you mistake me with some mm. with someone else or something like that I don't remember what exactly I lied about yeah. or how I lied but I remember lying about it to this day I still remember it is it something that is still very memorable like sort of vivid in your mind I would say kicking the water was a bit yeah, yeah very vivid but I would always think about it when someone talk about bullying so it's like bullying plus lying yeah that's something you well at first I didn't think it was bullying because I associate like bullying with more like a group and yeah. just for laughs or for some purpose yeah. some meaning behind it but I think recently I, I do not mm. recently but like quite a few years I would say I associate it with that to bullying mm. and it's it's unfortunate because I can't I don't know if it made an impact on them probably like who, <laughs> like someone random just kicked your wallet like it's mm. at least some a memory and it's unfortunate that I don't remember who they are mm. I can't apologize yeah so it's something that you I have to live with accept it and remember and be a better person yes absolutely I agree I think that makes it more significant because the damage is done and you have hurt others cannot undo it you have to live with it and it goes against a lot of the things that I I feel like I stand for so being a kind person and that's definitely not a kind behavior it's a regret that you know what you have to live with and move on from it and it's your turn (laughs) I have two Okay. I think when you when you're talking about primary, then I could have think of one, but I think it's very different from my second one as well. Mm. I think my first one is I got back my dictation. I don't want it's always dictation. I hate dictation. <laughs> and I remember exactly I got ninety marks. I got two wrong. And I changed the answer. I just used the eraser and change and get back to the teacher and say, Hey, you mark it wrong. And then the teacher did not immediately point it out. She just take my book away it's similar to you like she asked me to see her during the recess and I just thought oh maybe I, I don't know I don't remember what I'm thinking but I, I might think I'm so smart that I fooled the teacher or whatever <laughs> and then she said oh is there something that you want to say and I'm like no and then she's like I know you changed the answer do you want to admit here or do you want me to call your parents and they're like oh please don't call my parents please don't and I admit it and it's like the shame you're right it's a shame that carries till now that you want to be an honest person and I think that's the lesson that the good thing about moral regrets is often a heavy lesson mm. that carries on that benefits you in the long run yeah yeah actually when you're talking about that I do remember cheating on the test I cheated on Christian ethics <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get caught? Yeah. <laughs> 
In front of everyone? Not in front of everyone. So, like, a pretty great teacher. Like, he was like, oh, you want to stay back? Teachers love um, asking you to stay back. I know. It's the scariest thing. If, if there's teachers listening, I don't know. You, you can still say it. I think it's... I think that's how we learn. Everyone have to experience yeah, yeah, exactly. that. Yeah. I'll take it back. You're doing great. You guys are doing great out there. I mean, if there's a meaning <laughs> behind it, yes. Yeah. But if there's no meaning, then no. Don't just randomly do that and scare students, scare kids. But anyways, like, yeah. he, he asked me to stay after. After, after class he didn't question me he didn't ask me anything he was I think he handled it very, very well. well it's more not about getting into trouble yeah. it's more about he, he knows I understand it's something that I shouldn't be doing mm. and that matters more than getting a zero on my grade so this time it's the shame that you instilled on yourself and both times it was similar I was ashamed mm. in the bullying part as well right. but this one was more only from myself yeah, I do think teacher pointing it out is very important because I do cheat in high school. Like, I think some people or most people, I don't know, we don't verbally say it out loud mm. that, yeah, I cheat. But I do cheat yeah. in high school and I never get caught. Mm. I never see it as a regret because I never get caught. I didn't have that shame. I feel like it's a success. <laughs> So it's very important yeah. if in the long run to benefit us as a person. Getting caught, of course, at that moment is shame, is anger. Yeah. But that's do good for you as well. Yeah, I agree. Because I've never seen, I've never thought cheating in high school as one of my regrets because I never get caught. But now thinking back, if I get caught, I would be, even make it more memorable. What was your second one? No, my second Let's one see. is more <laughs> like harms doing to other people that okay. I would say is bullying. It's just I have bad intention towards the others person i choose not to share explicitly on what happens mm. until now i still never apologize of doing but what teach me is be nice to people even mm. though you are not friends with the person mm. don't do harm to people i think that's what i take away from it because i feel really bad i feel i'm such a terrible person i self-sabotage on I'm, i never thought natalie is such a terrible person i thought natalie is always a nice decent human being and that is the most harmful thing that I could do to one person mm. it might not be very harmful to that person but very harmful to myself when I think of I have done that thing yeah be nice to people people we all deserve some more decent human being in the world and I always believe people are nice to begin with and there must be certain things that makes you do bad but that's not an excuse for it that's my second one mm. <laughs> <laughs> moral regress is so it's uncomfortable to say it's because I think it does relate it to a lot of shame yeah and even when you were saying that like a lot of regrets does come into my mind so and you cannot undo it that's the yeah that's the thing you cannot undo it yeah and to this day a lot of stuff that I've done wrong to other people I would say I don't apologize for it I haven't apologized for it yeah and that's the thing um, regret is one thing whether to apologize or not is another thing and a lot of time apology is for ourselves not mm. for the person is to make us feel better about ourselves mm. and that doesn't mean not to go apologize but you we shouldn't assume that the other person will forgive you we'll stop from there <laughs> next one <laughs> connection regrets <laughs> uh, it's it's um yeah connection regrets is when you neglect the person or the people who matter to you so it's more like if only I had reached out to this person I can 100% 200% relate to this mm -hmm. I, when I was reading the book you're like yes 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 this is yes. me 
This is me. I feel so naked when I was like reading this book. I feel like it speaks to me in every single part of it. I think connection itself is very important to us as a human being anyway, uh, which I wouldn't surprise if connection regrets is another important regrets that we um, have. Do you have any? Yeah. I'll be surprised if you say no. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go first? I think especially, like, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely a avoidant type person. I think I have several friends that I care about them. I value our friendships. But because of my avoidance, my... I don't know. I don't want to blame on my avoidance or whatever. I just didn't reach out. I'm just too scared to reach out. I have bright letter that I didn't give it to the person. I have draft message that I didn't send. I have practiced conversations that I didn't act it out. <laughs> it's such an avoidant. I'm laughing because I agree with you. I have the same, yeah, the same same thing. I feel yeah. So yes, I think moral regrets and connection regrets is the importance is similar. That if only I had reached out. But I think the good thing about connection regrets is you still have opportunity to act on it. You always have. I don't know, just that's what I think. Like moral regrets, the damage you have done. But connection, you always have the chance to reach out. But do I want to? No. <laughs> <laughs> But do I want to? Yes. But have I did it? No. It's contradicting to yourself. The one side of you that really wants to, but a side of you that... It's the ambivalence in between. So yeah, that's my side. I 200% agree. No, seriously, I do agree with you. The connection regrets is that I do practice conversations that Mm. I know I'll never have. Mm. Letters Mm. that I know I won't send. I think it's, I I don't send them or I don't actually connect with them. It's Mm. more about the uncertainty along with it. Mm. That you don't know what to expect from them. Mm. That makes it scary. Yeah. Yeah. And for all these like connection regrets, I, I can be completely honest with you. I have sit on my bed overnight overthinking about it like oh should I do this should I do that because as I said it can be good but it can be bad because there's always chances for you to do it and you choose not to do it yet So that's why I said it's one of my least favorite emotions to begin with. But what I see differently now is it doesn't matter whether you, the further action that you take, what's more important is what you take out of it. And what I take out of all those connection regrets is you know what kind of friends that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And if the similar situation happens, think back on all the previous connection regrets that you have. Yeah. It might help you to make better decisions. That's my takeaway from after reading this book. Yeah. I think all these regrets allow you to learn from your experiences mm. and help you person, yes. better self. And for uh, honestly, for connections like better friend, better daughter, better yeah. sister, or like just any any role that you have, mm. just a better person in general and be the person that you want to be. Yeah, and I think we have mentioned before we start like regret. It seems like a bad thing. It is a bad emotion, but good for us in long run. Yeah, and I saw a. Uh, graph in the book the power of regret and if the audience if interest is interested in regret i highly recommend this book is really mind-blowing mm-hmm. and inspiring Anyway, the graphs say three options for responding to regret. Mm. And we have mentioned all the four regrets. That's three response in the graph. So the first response is ignore. You know, you feel the regret and you choose to ignore it. 
the result is it is a delusion the regret is still there it's only you choose to ignore it it's a delusion the second response is feeling is for feeling so you can feel the regret and you keep feeling it that's despair like it is rumination is into that rabbit hole that you just digging deeper and deeper but what we try to bring out of today's episode is the third response feeling is for thinking that you know that regret the first step you name that regret that awareness the second is think about it what is the takeaway of that regret and the next step is thinking is for doing so what will you do about it like what lesson that you take away and that will lead to better decision improved performance and deeper meaning and that's the ultimate goal of regrets that's the benefits of regrets that it, it looks bad on the surface but in deep it beneficial to you in the long run mm-hmm. and if you only sit on the surface of feeling is for ignoring that you ignore the regret mm. it will always be that little monster that haunts you from time to time but regrets can be your friends that guides you to better decision so yeah i'm very thankful that we have this conversation very thankful that i saw this book as well really helps me climb up of that rabbit hole and have a whole new perspective like really life-changing and i think this whole conversation that we have mm-hmm. honestly before when we were preparing for it like i was like what's my regret like i couldn't think of one mm. but i think mainly it's because i would say my response is usually ignoring it and not thinking it exists mm. but yeah diving deeper you do realize that there are regrets well in my life mm. there are regrets and it's acknowledging it feeling the regrets that i had in my past thinking of how i can benefit from it as i said in the beginning i'm already friends with regrets we are bestie now i'm not sure yeah. about bestie but we are good great good companion oh okay yeah <laughs> great companion yeah so <laughs> Not a little monster that haunts you anymore, but a great companion that leads you to better pathway, better decision, better performance. Yeah. So listeners, we covered mainly the four types of regrets, foundation regrets, bonus regrets, more regrets, and connection regrets. Mm. And to increase your self-awareness, you can go deeper like how we did um, throughout this episode. Mm. Just thinking deeper on some of the examples in your life that matches the, the type of regrets mm. in in these categories and how it can benefit you as well mm. yeah, I think that's it for today if you resonate with our podcast you can share with your friends and this will be a very interesting conversation between your friends as well because we normally don't touch on regrets right? yeah and regrets is not it's different from disappointment it's not something someone that they did something wrong to you but it's something that you did it wrong to yourself it's on you so you don't as you said it's a shame that we don't usually share it with people and you can tell from the whole conversation that we have it is very uncomfortable we don't really know we should share it or not and sometimes i I didn't even share explicitly what it is but if you want to know i can tell you after the podcast (laughs) but yes um it will be a very interesting conversation to have with friends as well. We highly recommend it. Yeah, so that's it. If you want to know more, get the book. It's great. It changed my life. I think that's it for today. I hope you guys have a great week. So if you like our podcast, give us a comment, give us a review. Follow our Instagram, the why in your 20s.podcast. We will post additional information on top of our podcast if you want to know more. So yeah, that's it for today. And we will see you next Wednesday. Bye.